0: After my divorce in 1991, some things in my life didn't change. I stayed in my house, I kept my job at the EPA, and I remained a member of Grace Episcopal Church in Silver Spring. But some things in my life changed a lot. I started social dancing, I danced four or five times a week, and at one dance in Glen Echo Spanish Ballroom, I met a dancer from Seattle, and that became a bi-coastal romance. It was exciting, it was a big adventure, and I wanted to see where it could lead. So I managed to find a detail in EPA Seattle office, and I went out to live there for six months. While I was there, I got to know Isaac a lot better. I met his family, I met his friends, and I grew to understand how important his Jewish identity was to him. As the relationship deepened he began to ask me whether I consider converting to Judaism and that wasn't something I was keen to do but when he asked me whether I'd be interested in meeting with his rabbi and the uh, the rabbi's friend um, who has a canon in the Cathedral in Seattle I said yes so one morning Isaac and I met up with the rabbi and the canon at St. Mark's Cathedral, and as we settled into her book-lined office in the Cathedral House, uh, there were some initial pleasantries, and then Isaac and his rabbi began the serious part of the discussion. They talked about their um, particular strand of Judaism. They were Reconstructionist Jews. They talked about how important moral action was. It was the core of their um, faith. Uh, Moral action in one's life and community in the wider world is what brought personal fulfillment. And the rabbi talked about how many people have to reject um, old religious dogma and social convention and personal hang-ups, overcome those, in order to find right moral action in the world. And then he turned to me and he said, how can you believe in the resurrection? How can you believe in the mysteries of the Bible? Do you really think you need a savior so that you can act morally in the world? And I was taken aback. I wasn't prepared for such a direct challenge. And after I took a deep breath, looked around the room and there was silence. I managed to say, I can't challenge you. I can't argue with you. What I can tell you is how I feel. I feel like there's a God who made this world. I feel like there's a God who knows the human condition and who knows me intimately and who has given everything for me far beyond what I merit. And that that incredible love is what it makes me certain that there's something in this world greater than sin and death. And that I feel like there's a divine spirit that can act in me, um, empowering me to say and do things I never thought was possible. And I did not say like uh, that that was the way I was feeling right then. And then after I finished finished talking, I looked up, and that was the end of the conversation pretty much. And that was pretty much the end of the romance. When I think back on that time in Seattle and on that existential conversation, I think that those things, uh, in part, have brought me to where I am today, where I'm married to a wonderful, wonderful Jewish man, a real mensch, who knows me and loves me and supports me in my faith. We have a beautiful 24-year-old daughter. And I found St. Columbus, where... I feel challenged to look at the linkages between faith and social action. And more than that, I'm in a community that supports each other to do it.